guys welcome to yet another episode of the hangout with charles podcast you know this is the place to be it's a place for christ community fellowship and just it's your favorite host helen Charles. and if you're here for the first time welcome returning to the podcast welcome back i'm super glad to have you here welcome back guys from my sabbatical <laughs> it was an unplanned sabbatical but yeah i'm back um, you can listen to the podcast on Google Podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and all your other listening platforms. I am not sure if this is going to be the last episode for the year, but if it is, Merry Christmas in advance and remember Jesus is the reason for the season. So let us keep him at the center of our celebrations. So this is season four, episode three, and today's episode is titled i am not everyone so it's a journey on identity to find somewhere comfy plug your headset and listen you're free to pause and replay as needed and i pray that you find healing in those words and you come to the truth of who you are in christ so this episode was written by me the holy spirit with a sprinkling of d and me i'm thankful for both of them um a lot of our conversations over the last couple of days have made it into this episode and it's my hope and prayer that god reaches out to you through this episode so let's dive in the first few sentences of my journal entry to abba on sunday the 4th of december was this hey abba I hate that sometimes I'm able to pack my emotions and feelings and put them in these tight compartments and function properly. Sometimes I want to break down and feel the pain and hurt and not go on like everything is okay. My heart is heavy, Abba, like super heavy. And yet I'm able to laugh and smile and carry on proper conversations. But I'm hurting, Abba in ways that words cannot fully express. Fast forward to a conversation we did that night and I brought up the same the same thing and we tried to unpack everything and D asked if I was not keeping things inside and if my journals were not a way of processing my emotions and before he mentioned that I was already typing that I see it now in my journal my journaling has helped me unpack things and process my emotions i could write about the same thing over and again until i felt okay or felt like i had sorted everything out the next day which was the monday on my journal entry i wrote these first few sentences hey abba we have a couple of things to talk about and first is that i'm sorry that i don't trust that you have created this unique being me The desire to fit in and be like the rest of the world means that I don't appreciate how you have made me. I was having a conversation with Dee about how I'm unable to process my emotions. But from our conversation, I saw that my journaling has helped. So thank you for the beauty of my being. As I went through my day, I kept thinking about everything. And I knew in my mind I was going to do a podcast episode. And the title in my head was Identity. It captured for me everything I had been feeling and going through. Fast forward again to Monday night and a conversation with D again. He asked me what I learned today. This is something 
we do every time we speak rather than just say how are you we ask what we learned that day and it sparks interesting conversations and i said that i learned that i'm not everyone and i was going to record a podcast episode on identity and these days i'm not everyone sounds like the title of the book and i said hmm okay i will use that as the title of the episode instead so in case you're wondering why this seemingly long story to get to this point is to show that i do not have everything together that this life this work with god is a marathon not a sprint it's a journey i remember a conversation with me and she was saying something about how god can choose to use us and it's not about our perfection but our obedience and how even in our imperfections with god knowing that there's still a lot of work to be done in us he still chooses us so back to i'm not everyone not like everything we've been talking about has not been related to it but you get right so i listened to back to life by better music and zaria zakari the entire time while writing this episode and it was such a bomb to my soul these words from the song captures everything i would say and it's this i won't forget the moment i heard you call my name out of the grip of darkness into the light of grace it reminds me of isaiah 43 verse 1 israel the lord who created you says do not be afraid i will save you i have called you by name you are mine I understand how deeply the need to fit in, to belong, to conform can overshadow every sense of reasoning. You begin to crave validation and acceptance from the love and adulation of men. I've been there, walked down that road, and still do. And it's a daily journey to knowing and understanding your worth in Christ, so that you avoid laying burdens on men that they were not built to carry. If everything was stripped away, the titles, the fame, the status, the career, the jobs, the gifts, the accolades, if everything was gone, who would remain at the core? What would be the foundation upon which you based your identity? I saw this on CRU.org. Understanding your identity in God starts with understanding who he is, what he says about himself, and what he says about you. Your identity can be defined by who God is making you to be in his image. So for me, your identity is based on these two pillars, who God is and what he says about you. You're not anything the world says you are. You're not your thoughts, your imaginations. The only identity that you have is that which is found in the word of God. That's where you should take your identity from. Not every not every other external thing. We often tout the words of 1 Peter 2 verse 9, which you are the chosen race, the king's prayers, the holy nation, God's own people, chosen to proclaim the wonderful acts of God who called you out of darkness into his own marvelous light. It's a beautiful verse. You're chosen, you're priest, you're a holy nation, you're God's own. Who wouldn't want that to be? what they said over themselves when there's power in the spoken words but the question for me and you today is this does our actions reflect that identity i'm not everyone seems like a cute thing to say 
it's a catchphrase and not everyone why do you keep acting like everyone how do you not see that your identity comes from god from who god is and not in any other external thing why do you let the word keep defining you and then you say you're not everyone so who is god and what does he say about you God is Father, Lord, King, Lover, and a thousand other facets of His car- of His character, and He calls you to a relationship with Him, a deeper walk with Him. He calls you to followership, not fanhood. It's tempting to think that they are the same, but they're not. I know about God. I need to know God. It's not enough to know about Him. I need to know him. I think in recent times, I was talking to Dean and I said, um, my faith has been waning. Like, it's just been going down and down. And and it's easy for doubt to creep in because of past experiences where I feel like God hasn't answered my prayers. So it's easy for me to, to doubt the present because when I look at the past, I can't see I can't see those evidences that I'm looking for to show that God God can do what he says he would do. However, when you look when I look closely at my life, I can see those little things that show that he's still God. So sometimes it's it's a bit um, it's a bit tricky. But yeah, it's not enough to know about God. We have to know him. And my friend may would say it's hard to fully hand over your life to God. And I get it. There's a need to control what happens in your life. There's a desire constantly warring in us to satisfy our human nature. But a life yielded to God is the best ever. I saw this on Twitter. God cannot mismanage your life. So today is a call and a reminder to me, to you, to yearn for a relationship with God. A relationship that you can base your identity off. It's a daily, one step at a time journey. And what God and what does God say about you? You're the one shape He leaves the 99 to find. I was listening to the gospel reflection today, and it was on the subject of the 99, and it talked about how we often see Jesus as the good shepherd, leaving the 99 on the hill to go down the valley to find the lost. And how that is a demonstration of the intense love. He has for the lost, not minding the pain, the hurt, the difficulties he would face in the valley, or the fact that he would lose his life. He found the lost one worth it all. So Abba sees you as worthy, and, the, and in the lyrics of Back to Life, when the enemy thought he had you, Jesus said you were his. He calls you his beloved, he says you are forgiven and redeemed, you were loved, you were seen and heard by him. So delight in him. Who, delight in who you are take what he says about you and let it sink in and when the enemy comes at your mind take those thoughts captive with the truth of your identity in Christ I struggled with my Lord, with my word a lot and on some days I still struggle I couldn't fathom how God could love me I don't love me on some days so why does God love me how can he love someone who makes a sacrifice of Calvary a sham who is constantly swimming in her vomit. But the truth as I'm learning is that it's not a function of what I've done or not done. 
He loves me, and that's that. It's a fact. He sees me as worthy, and no, it's not a ticket to keep sinning. It's an assurance that I can come boldly to my father and say, Abba, I messed up. Forgive me. It means I would not wallow in guilt and shame, but trust that Abba is ready to accept me. But this has to move from head knowledge to heart knowledge. It's not enough to know on a logical basis. You must believe it in your heart that there is no guilt and shame with God. That you can come as you are, that you are loved by him, that he calls you worthy. That the very foundation upon which you base your identity is in him. That your experience of God is tailored to you. I remember May saying something to me about asking God to reveal himself to me the way he wants to and not how I see others relate to God. Oh, it's good to want to be able to do what others are doing, especially within the Christian faith and feel that there's something lacking in you and your service to God becomes nothing more than performance with no substance to it. Mere spiritual gymnastics, as my friend May would say. You are called to live for the audience of one. You're not everyone else, you're you, the unique, one-of-a-kind being. Your identity is in Christ, and as me will say, there's no need for copy and paste. You cannot be anyone else, and it's a waste of time trying to be that. God deals with each one of us differently. He equips us differently. Our gifts and callings are unique to us, and it is from that uniqueness that we are called, that he calls us to build a community. So you and I are called to be consistent and dedicated in our work with God, faithful to the gifts that you have been given in your service and worship of God. And then it begins to increase capacity for more. I'm not everyone. I couldn't be if I tried. I don't think I even want to try. And I must remind myself of that constantly. While I move in community, I need to keep that at the fore. I am me. My identity is that of God. My work with God is mine to journey independent of whatever expectations others may have of me. So same of you. You're not everyone else. Your identity is based on who God is and what he says you are or who he says you are. So no need to walk in the shadows of others. In the shadows of others when you can walk in the light of God. No need to envy others of what they have or the gifts that they have been blessed with. Sit with Abba and discover who he has called you to be and the path that you are to follow. So the past couple of days, I've been learning on how to hear God and how sometimes, or how a lot of times, his voice will sound like our voice, but he would know that this can't be your thought. And it's a beautiful thing to just sit down, like just Create that time to just sit down, no distractions, and just ask God, what are you saying about me? What are you saying in this moment? How do you see me? What's my identity? When you look at me, who do you see? Because that's how I want to see myself too. I want to see myself through your lens. I want to see myself the way you see me, and let that be how I carry myself going forward. A life with God, despite whatever mistakes we might make, is the best life there is. So come with your neediness, show up, and let God walk with you the way he wants to, not the way of the crowd, not the way he imagined, just you and him going the entire way. I'm not everyone. 
you're not everyone yeah yeah <laughs> thank you everyone for listening to this episode that's all let you know you're the real deal please don't forget to subscribe share the message and tell a friend to tell a friend that this is the place to be let me go send a voice memo and ankle feedback is always welcome and appreciated i love you all so much um follow me on ig at cc charles please let's use the hashtag hangout with charles um this might be the last episode of the year like i mentioned earlier or not i'm not sure but if it is i hope that we truly celebrate christ the reason for the season i will catch you i don't know let me see bye bye